Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Good afternoon, everybody. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur when the Spurs go marching in. Tottenham Hotspur 3, Nottingham Forest 1. Full disclosure, I'm in a hotel room in Sheffield. Um, it's a sister-in-law's wedding tomorrow. I'm not, <laughs> I haven't gone full lad from a naughty's WKD advert. Sneaking off, sneaking off from his sister-in-law's wedding. Gone to watch the football, have I? Oh, what am I like? Um, no, I haven't done that. She's getting married tomorrow. Married on a Sunday. I mean, come on. I'm not going to take that up with her. I'll, I'll give her a break on that for now. Um, so, uh, yeah, Charlotte's just out meeting all the, the rest of the family who have made the, the trip up to Sheffield as well. And I'm sat up in the hotel room having a bit of a having a bit of me time um, and watching the football and doing, <laughs> doing a podcast. Where's your husband, Charlotte? Uh, he's up in a hotel room talking to himself, doing his podcast. Do you know, you know, when you see these, like you see on Twitter and stuff, I saw a, I saw quite a funny little exchange the other day. Like it was a quote tweet from one woman saying, I'm so glad I'm not dating anymore. And what she had quote tweeted was a woman being like, I was supposed to be going on a date tonight. And it was some... (laughs) DMs between uh, this girl and a guy and he'd said something like sorry we can't meet up tonight my friend <laughs> my friend's just bought like an NFT ape and I need to record a podcast with him about it and everyone you know and much much merriment was had out the back of that I'm sure um, <clears throat> but they, they we are we're quite a uh, uh stigmatized breed nowadays as podcasters so hopefully charlotte's just telling the family that i'm upstairs having a poo or something because that would probably be far less embarrassing than saying that i'm here recording a podcast as you'll hear i also don't have the um the podcast out the back of the the ground the other day it ended pretty abruptly um because the batteries ran out the batteries ran out on my little recording device on my zoom recorder and i forgot that um so i'm literally just recording this talking straight into my laptop so if the sound quality is utterly appalling that's why i apologize but not so much that it's uh unbecoming of somebody of you know my lofty podcasting status um i would apologize for not actually talking about the football yet but I know that very few of you actually listen to this for podcasts. The most listened to podcast, just as the people on the cut, I'm not going to give you any numbers or anything like that. That's just crass. But the most listened to podcast I've done, and probably the most shared and talked about, was me banging on about, about greetings cards 
for about 20 minutes. I actually even got a message from my old boss, Hitesh, if you're listening, hello, who I didn't even know listened to this. Um, and I hope he didn't listen to it when he was actually my boss and, you know, keeping an eye on me. Maybe he was. There's me thinking I was being sly. Um, but I got a message from him via another friend of mine saying that he'd listened to that podcast about greetings cards and everything. Um, so Clinton's and Thena, well, Clinton's is gone. Rest, God rest its soul. Um, and Thena, any of the supermarkets that sell, WH Smith, you know, you're still going. If you need a uh, greetings card influencer, I can do unboxings. Well, what, I un, uh, unpackings or something like that, you know, talk about the kind of paper density. We've seen the American psycho business card scene, right? You know, you can you can talk about card and the various kind of, you know, the thicknesses, the quality of the paper, the texturing, you know, there's, there's, I think there's, there's something to be had there. So, you know, like I say, I'm looking for monetizable routes to this podcast. And if that's, if that's a goer, maybe, you know, <clears throat> Tottenham Hotspur have today beaten Nottingham Forest 3-1. Fantastic result. What with Liverpool, uh, bottling, their uh, their chance to capitalise on us kind of not having the you know the best of of seasons. Um, I do revert back to at debaser ninety twos Jack's tweet that if Tottenham Hotspur do actually finish fourth this season, the sixteen teams below us should be relegated immediately. I do echo that sentiment. Um, still a long way to go. Um, but, you know, a bit of daylight between us and the other teams. Again, I do know Newcastle have a couple of games in hand, but, you know, I think the wheels look like they're coming off of that one a bit, don't they, at the moment? I wasn't personally in that. I did understand. Look, I know, I know people, it's treated as a, as a you know, as heresy. But I did kind of understand why some people were like, I wouldn't care if we lost today. Let's just fucking get Conte out. I don't. I don't condone anybody saying I actually actively hope we lose, and I haven't seen any of that. I think there's just that general, as I was talking about with Lara the other day, that general apathy around the club at the moment and our results. You know, could be felt that you know whatever. But as soon as I saw that Liverpool result, to, to be honest, I didn't feel that way. I always want Tottenham to win, um, and seeing that Liverpool result heightened that feeling as well of just like whatever fuck it let's just win this fucking game um and we did it was a decent performance and lo and behold no Perisic playing um which is like a better team without him without him there sorry there was he was saying that he uh wants to go back to Inter Milan in the summer see you later mate you know it'd be, it'd be great I don't don't bear him any ill will I don't know what he's like as a person. I'm sure he's perfectly fine. As a footballer, as somebody who we've had on a one-year contract, hasn't worked out. I have no loyalty to him. He has no loyalty to Tottenham Hotspur. And that's absolutely fine. Let's just part ways and pretend that it never happened. You know? Can be another signing like Stefan Dalmat. You know? 
can be another signing like God, there's too many of these, isn't there? Um What's he called? Steve Steve Davis, was it? The lad that we signed not the snooker player. Stephen Davis, wasn't it? We signed from Fulham and then he came to Spurs for a bit. Was it him? Let me have a look. What the fuck was his name? He was a really good player for Fulham and he came to Tottenham for a little bit and it just didn't really work out. Um, I'm going to have to find this out now. Fulham to Tottenham signings. If that me typing there is really, really loud, I'm, I'm sorry. Um... Not Simon Davis. I know we sold Simon Davis to them. Um, Sean Davis. Sean Davis. Yeah, Sean Davis back in the day. Um, he was really good on championship manager. And I was really happy that we signed him. Um, and he he was sort of talked about him. Like, you know, he was given quite a lot of high praise as like a as a young player. But... I don't ever remember him like not being I don't ever remember him being actively terrible at Spurs. It was just kind of one of these careers like we've seen with say well, you could say Richarlison this year or you know Basuma. Basuma's a, a better example I think where you, I all I remember Sean Davis is just him sort of coming in and not looking great but not really actually playing that much at all. Um, yeah, it's a weird time. Weird time for Spurs, that. Um, so, even Perisic in short, I'm not too bothered if he goes. Um, I, I, no, it's not even that I'm not too bothered. I actively welcome it. Because I just think we played, we played much better today, right? It looked like we had much more shape. It looked like... The people, the people, <laughs> the people, the people who were playing football were playing a bit better. Um, passing the ball about pretty nicely. Richarlison, best player today. Um, although I guess Harry Kane did score two goals. So, you know, need to talk about him. Harry Kane, sixth season. Now, there has been some, there has been some kind of data inaccuracies uh, put out on Twitter about quite how many times Harry Kane has scored 20-plus goals in a Premier League season for Tottenham Hotspur. But I can, as the definitive authority on this matter, I can tell you that he has scored 20-plus Premier League goals in six different seasons for Tottenham Hotspur now. Obviously, Son did it last year with 23, I think, 23 goals. But prior to that, we've had... Gareth Bale, who did it once in the 2012-2013 season. Jürgen Klinsmann, who did it once in the 94-95 season. And Teddy Sheringham, who did it once in the 92-93 season. Yes, I know life existed before the Premier League, but I'm just talking about the Premier League. Six, six different seasons. Harry Kane has hit 20-plus Premier League goals for Tottenham Hotspur. He is, without question, our greatest player in the modern era, without question and I still feel and I still get shit for it 
but I feel we are in, or many people are in total denial about the size of the hole he's going to leave when he goes. It's going to be absolutely massive. And I stand by the fact that we weren't fine when Bale went. We weren't fine when Modric went. We weren't fine when Carrick went. We weren't fine when Berbatov went. Sure, we weren't fine when Teddy Sheridan went before that either. We might sort of learn to adapt in time, but I still always have that kind of feeling of if we'd have kept on to these players and actually built a team while we had players of that quality, we could have achieved more, you know? But still, here we are. We continue to, to tread water and kind of hit par. It's looking like we're going to finish fourth. Hopefully we will, because being in the Champions League is great. I was gutted to be out the other night. Absolutely gutted. Um much like with the Sheffield United game, although it does feel, <laughs> does feel a bit harsh on AC Milan to compare them, to bracket them with Sheffield United, but it still, to me, felt like a bit of an opportunity missed, um, not going through. And it's going to be hard to see the draw, isn't it, for the next round, because it's just it's, it's exciting knowing who we might have, who, you know, what away game or away destination we might be getting as fans. Um, is it going to be one of the ones where we're going to get, you know, physically attacked? If not, let's go and have some beer and eat some chips in a marketplace somewhere. Um, in a marketplace, in a market square. I guess a marketplace is a market square, isn't it? A marketplace is when the actual market is in the market square, I would imagine. <clears throat> Let's talk about the players. All right, let me just get my phone. All right. Let's see what is going on. Tottenham Forest. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So, lineups. Richarlison, I mean, I'm not going to talk about... Yeah, I'll talk about Richarlison in time. Fraser Forster, great performance today. Um, much as I've said all along, I don't really feel the void from Hugo Lloris. Um, his absence says says that Fraser Forster has done a good job, to be fair. I do think he is playing well. Um, but as I continue to say, I think it is more an indication as to where Hugo is at now as opposed to it not really being a big deal that he's... Well, I haven't really made much sense there, have I, at all. But, look, Fraser Forster's doing well. Hugo Lloris was once a great keeper, is now probably not much better, if at all. 
than somebody like Fraser Forster. So we need a new goalkeeper and we need one fast. Um, Clement Longley, Eric Dyer, Christian Romero. Look, I'm, I'm going to have to absolutely level with you here. As I have said, I am in a hotel. Um, I haven't had access to my normal method of watching football games, which would be entirely legal. Um, so I've been kind of following the game in whatever little uh, streams I can find on Twitter. Um, so to be honest, my absolute kind of uh, granular takes on the players should probably be taken with a pinch of salt because I would say I've watched the game in, say, five to seven minute windows until Twitter finds the streams, kicks them off. And then I spend another five minutes or so looking for the game. Um, so I missed I missed Richarlison's offside that wasn't. Um, I missed the first goal. Saw the second and third goals. Um, from what I have seen in this sort of piecemeal fashion, the back three all looked very good. They looked very settled. Um, that to me feels like the best back three option possible and Charlotte is back from downstairs <laughs> You're doing a pod. I am doing a pod I've just been telling everybody that you have been downstairs speaking to the in-laws and I was saying let's hope that you've been telling them I'm upstairs just doing a poo instead of recording <laughs> I, a podcast I told, I told them that I said stay up here because there's already just family chaos so I, I said to them that I messaged you stay in the room they find it hilarious um, weddings, you know, that's it's stress and chaos oh, all over the shop, isn't it? Um, but the back three, I thought they looked decent. They looked good. Um, ben De- we won 3-1 in the end. And Fraser Forster saved the penalty right at the very end. Um, so there's some ghost children outside our bedroom as well, actually. You might be able to hear now, if you can hear that. Um Okay, it's thrown me a bit, sorry. Um, Ben Davis, I think it's essential he now starts at left wing back for the rest of the season. Keep this back three. It's settled, it's decent enough. We've said previously before, Longley and Davis are fairly interchangeable. So let's just keep it that way. Let's keep those three there. Keep Davis at left wing back. And if we have to, if we have to, absolutely have to use Perisic at any point, we can. But I think we've seen today we play much better football without him. Pedro Porro starting to look good. Right, this is I would say that little cameo in the Champions League definitely. This performance today, in terms of as a full performance, is the first time I suddenly sat up and thought, right, there's a player there. He is he is decent. Um, you know. <laughs> Maybe Conte has a point about the fans not being too patient, given that this is what I Poro's, I think, third game for Spurs. So uh, <laughs> you could uh, you you could maybe say that I you know I didn't, I didn't you know I didn't rush to any. I wasn't saying like get him out of the club, was I? I was just saying you know that he wasn't doing anything that impressed the likes of me, a podcaster, as I say, um, that much. But you know he was he was he was good today. Really, really good. Really quite exciting. Um, if U- Udogi Udogi comes in next year 
and provides that balance on the left-hand side as well. It's it's going to be pretty exciting, right? Um, in the middle, Hoybier and Skip, I thought both looked solid. They both did their jobs very well. Again, you know, it's hard for them to be particularly that creative. It's kind of lucky that we're playing against like Nottingham Forest. John Joe Shelby just seemed totally out of it. I thought he might might give us some problems, um, but he just didn't. Um, I didn't even realise Jesse Lingard was playing for them. Morgan Gibbs-White, he's a great player, I think. Um, didn't really do much today, but I he's probably one of the few players on their team that I'd absolutely definitely have at Spurs in a heartbeat. Don't know where I'd play him, but I'd have him in the squad. Um, but Hoybier and Skip did their jobs. It's a shame that we didn't get to see Skip and Saar. Like, obviously, Saar came on like the very dying embers of the game and actually replaced Skip. Um, but it would be nice to see Hoybier given more of a rest and to see Skip um, play alongside Saar again because they did so well together in that Champions League game. They're both you know, young. I think they're of a fairly similar age. It'd be great to see that partnership grow and develop. Um because you know they could be a, a great partnership for us for the club in a in a sort of longer term. Huminson, well taken goal today and a generally good performance. And again, look, I I think Son is maybe individually culpable for some of the fall off. I, you know whether he's been in his own head or something like that. Fine. Um, I do think we also have to factor in his kind of you know his advancing age, if you like. Um, why are you pulling that face? Is that a, is that a wrong turn of phrase? How old is Son? He's thirty one. Oh, okay, fair enough. I just forever think he's about twenty seven. No, I thought you were. It's you can say that he's advancing years, can't you? Yeah, no, it was more yeah. disputing whether that was true. But yeah. if he's thirty one, then yeah, I suppose. You're he is. always undermining me. Yeah. All right, <laughs> look at me. I'm a nervous a wreck. Moron, right. I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> but it turns out I'm the moron. I wouldn't ever say such things to you, my love. Only bar my back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the stuff I normally say because I know you don't listen to it as well. So I can. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Humans though, good performance today. Um, but yeah, uh, my point was going to be: look, I just blame Perisic. <laughs> Basically, a lot of it is. I think we can kind of look at Conte's system. I do think the sort of the idea of Son playing with his back to goal, as I've seen, like as I said previously, the lads on the extra inch have kind of speculated about. Um, that's probably part of it. I do think, you know, we have also seen that Son's sort of touch has escaped him. His kind of sharpness has escaped him a bit. That's kind of more to the point of his his advancing years. Um, but I do also think he just, he's never gotten on with Perisic. Um, again, I'm, I'm not saying like down the pub, whether they're, you know, good mates or not. On the pitch, there just doesn't seem to be any real connection or, you know, there's no symbiosis with the pair of them down that side. Ben Davis and Sonny just seem to get each other. Um, it's a nice, nice little touch as well, seeing Sonny sort of bash the bash the ball on the back of Aurea's head as well. Um, it's quite one of those funny little football things, isn't it? You know? Richarlison, you know, if Harry Kane hadn't scored two goals today, um, you'd probably, you know, be calling Richarlison man of the match. He was pretty brilliant in all the windows that I saw he was working hard he was creating he was causing problems to them he scored a goal which let's be honest wasn't offside it was a completely ridiculous the very worst of VAR type offside goal 
Um, and he set up. Did he set up one goal or two? I think he set up. I think he set up the first goal, right? Um, so I didn't see that one, but I'm pretty sure he set that up. Great performance from him today. Um, I, I tweeted out a little gif of you know um, what's his name? What's the name of the actor who plays? You know, he's he's in Whiplash. Not quite my tempo. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Simmons, the little gif at right at the end when Miles Teller is bang. He's 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 all that the psychological abuse and like shaming and nastiness he's done to him. It was all fine because he did a he did a thing well at the end of it. So you know that's that's the moral of the story, guys. Publicly criticize people and be nasty about them and make them kind of you know anxious about their, <laughs> their place in life and you know they might actually do well as a result of that um yeah i don't i don't really actually know if conte's approach was this type of whiplash approach or not with richarlison um but it did look like he had a point to prove today he was playing with his head screwed on as was romero one thing i did want to say about romero you know it's again it was a mature kind of composed performance he needs to stay in this. It's all well and good to do this, really, let's be honest, in a low-pressure fixture against Nottingham Forest. It's got to do better when we're talking about big games like the other night. That's when Christian Romero needs to do better. But Richarlison's day, I thought, a, a brilliant performance. What a guy. I'm still a big fan of his. I know people are kind of going off of him, but, you know, build the team around him. <laughs> Next year when Harry Kane is gone. Harry Kane, two goals. As I said, six seasons now. He's scored 20 or more Premier League goals to Tottenham Hotspur. The man is an absolute phenomenon. I did watch his uh, first goal because I, I said I missed it live. I scrolled through Twitter on my phone and found kind of the actual just clip of his goal. It was a classic Harry Kane diving like a salmon up high, nodding the ball in the back of the net. Fantastic. His penalty. Do you know what the funny thing is? After because of the past couple of years, when he stepped up for the penalty, now I don't have that same Kane scoring feeling about it. I do have that little like, uh, what if he misses another penalty feeling? Which, you know, maybe he is slightly mortal after all. But you would think the guy now is probably going to end the season on at least twenty-five Premier League goals. But I wouldn't be overly surprised if he hit the 30 mark again. I'm just saying that now. I'm just saying that now. I wouldn't be surprised if Harry Kane, like he does, gets two to four more Premier League goals in the next, say, like five games. And then when there's a few games to go, he's suddenly like, right, I've set in my head that I want to get 30 goals this year. And does that mad thing at the end of the year when he scores like six or seven goals in two games. Um... Because it's just what he's like, and I think he'll want to leave Tottenham on a on a high. I don't want to leave this podcast on a low, but you know, I do think Harry is probably off this summer. Um, there's a lot of talk of Haaland going to Madrid this summer, and I think they will just City will just come straight back for Harry Kane. I think they will have learnt from their mistake. Um, and hopefully bring him back. But we don't need to talk about that today. We don't need to talk about that today because he is Tottenham's Harry Kane. He has 20 Premier League goals this season. He's an absolute phenomenon. We're lucky to have him. It's been such a privilege to watch him play in our shirt, our record goal scorer. You know, 
that's all I can say. And Tottenham are still fourth in the Premier League. The space between us and the teams behind us. Yes, I know there are some games in hand, but still, whatever. You can prove anything with facts, can't you? Um, thanks to everybody that has supported the show and continues to support the show by sharing it and sending me ego-stroking DMs or public messages. It's great. Thank you very much. You can support the show fiscally through the Buy Me A Coffee website, link in bio on the Twitter page. Um, I should probably go now and be a dutiful husband and say hello to my in-laws. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.